This is Inklings. Today's story is Welcome to the Court from the Prompt Conversation on a Train. Welcome to the Court is performed by Alexandra Kirchkin and Savannah Simmerly. I was exhausted waiting for the train. Halloween night would usually see overflowing trains and overcrowded platforms, but with a global pandemic, it was myself and my thoughts. It almost made you miss the crowds of drag queens and puking NYU students. Despite limited reopening in our city, the bar I worked at has been slammed for the past week. The familiar glow of the train filled the dark tunnel before blasting into the station. The doors wheezed open, and I was greeted by the silent surprise of an empty train car. I sat down, lost in my own mind. Back rent, career uncertainty. A world on fire has filled my consciousness most days. The long day was catching up with me, and my eyes felt heavy, and I closed them for just a moment as the train rocked me gently to sleep. The sound of someone clearing their throat near me caused panic to ripple through my body and my eyes flashed open. The train had not stopped. We were on a stretch between Manhattan and Brooklyn, but as if by magic there was a person sitting across from me. I couldn't have imagined this, but there was no one there before, and now there was. They were smiling, looking right at me. Their skin was so pale it almost sparkled. Their ginger, curly hair pulled into a tidy yet effortless bun. And most unusual was the long, paisley coat wrapped around their brain. The fit of the coat was so perfect it was as if it was cut specifically for them. I couldn't seem to look away. A sense of euphoria and happiness filled my being. The fatigue and ache leached away as if it was puddling on the ground around me. I'm sorry to bother you, but I couldn't help but notice when you got on. You just seemed so sad. Their tone was warm and genuine, but slightly intrusive. You're fine. I just didn't see you. I could have sworn no one else was on here. Not sad, though. Just a long day. Mm, Isn't it amazing how much we miss when we aren't being fulfilled? They shifted as they sat, crossing their legs at the knee. The train slips from light to darkness, but their eyes never shifted from me. Like we could miss a whole other world happening around us, right under our noses. Oh yeah, my ex always said I would never find my head if it wasn't attached to my body. (laughs) I smiled lightly, uneasy about the interaction, but we were still a few minutes from the next station. (laughs) Sounds like it's a good thing they're an ex. Their sincere nature began to melt all my anxiety and trepidation away. We slipped into darkness again quickly, and I was certain that the light in this car was radiating from this person. You are 100% right there. I smiled. I'm sorry, but I swear you weren't on this train when I got on. But you seem familiar to me. We live in the same neighborhood, so I see you on the train. You always seem so lost, like no matter how hard you work, whatever you need is just out of your reach. A coldness glinted behind the wall of comfort that I knew was coming from them. But what if I could help you find the answers, the strength, 
The purpose. The power. They leaned forward, narrowing their eyes. The color of their eyes seemed to shift and shimmer, molten like a lava lamp in those all-knowing orbs. My mind raced. This couldn't be real. But I was too intrigued. And too stubborn to back down now. Are you the bad man my mother always warned me about? I joked. But I suddenly felt a shift. The emotion encompassing me was beginning to feel fake and produced. Like the smells they use at Disney World to sell candy and popcorn. <laughs> Darling, no! They smiled a forced, painful smile. I'm worse. I'm the wolf that Peter cried about and ate Little Red's grandmother. Their eyes bore into me, the tension thick and palpable when they suddenly burst into hysterical laughter, unnerving and shaking the deepest part of me. <laughs> Sweetie, you've read a little too much Laurel K. Hamilton. They pulled a small glass bottle from inside their coat. But I can offer you a ticket into a world full of wonder and mystery existing in the shadows of this very city. They held out the bottle toward me. It was corked with a large jeweled stopper that looked old and expensive. Come on now. This can't be the weirdest thing a gorgeous hipster has offered you on a train after midnight. A surge of confidence filled my body. Fuck it. I said in a moment that even shocked myself. I grabbed the bottle and pulled out the stopper. The smell of cinnamon berries and deep sweetness filled my nose. They smiled a knowing, almost devious smile as I took a large swig. I gripped the stopper as the liquid overwhelmed my tongue and burned as it hit my throat. A sharp pain radiated from my finger as I pricked it on the stopper from gripping it so tightly. My heart started to race as the train seemed to speed to match its pace. My vision blurred and a chorus of a thousand voices screamed in my mind. My heart hurt as it raced and I couldn't seem to breathe. Darkness closed in as I collapsed to the ground, slipping from consciousness. was sure I had died. The visions dancing through my mind, all energy leaving my brain. A howl brought me back awake. My eyes fluttered open as I took a deep, gasping breath, not able to sit up. I was lying on the cold, dirty ground of a subway station, and the ginger stranger stood over me, smiling a large, cat-like smile. Pearlescent wings spreading from behind their back. <sighs> I thought we lost you. Welcome to the court. You have been listening to Inklings. Today's story was welcomed to the court by Matthew Ryan Limerick and performed by Alexander Kirchkin and Savannah Simmerly. As always, subscribe, 
download, rate, and review on all your favorite podcast platforms. Share us with your friends and captioned videos of all of our stories will be coming out soon for our hearing impaired friends. Check back tomorrow for another story to indulge your imagination. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.